We usually expect too much from other people. Deep down inside, we know we shouldn't do that, but we all do. Children, for example, expect their parents to be perfect, but there are no perfect parents on the planet. A man expects his wife to fulfill his life in every way. A woman expects the same thing of her husband, but it doesn't happen. Indeed, it cannot happen. We expect professional athletes like Tiger Woods to be great role models for children. But as we've all discovered in the last several days, that's a very unrealistic expectation. We expect to be understood by the people we love, the people who love us, but that doesn't always happen. We expect to be forgiven by members of our families, by our friends, by our co-workers, when we tell them we're sorry for hurting them and sincerely mean it. But sometimes they withhold their forgiveness. This phenomenon, of course, is not peculiar to our era of human history. People have always expected too much from others. Just look at today's Gospel story from Luke 3. John the Baptist preaches and teaches and baptizes the crowds by the Jordan River, and they begin to think that he's something he isn't. They begin to think that he is someone that he isn't. The text reads, Now the people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. Obviously, they had an unrealistic expectation of John in thinking that he was the Messiah. John, to his credit, immediately recognized this, and he addressed the problem head on. He said, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I'm not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. In other words, don't expect me to be the Christ because you will be greatly mistaken and greatly disappointed. The real Messiah is coming, and he's far greater than I am. In fact, I'm not worthy to take care of his footgear. Now here, my brothers and sisters, is the real and extremely sad irony. As I've just made clear, we human beings, we flawed human beings, usually expect expect way too much from other people. And yet, at the very same time, we expect too little, much too little, from Almighty God. Perhaps that's the reason why some of us don't rejoice at this or any other time of the year. Perhaps this is one reason why some of us can't rejoice. Today in the church we celebrate Gaudete Sunday. It's the Sunday on which the pink candle, the third candle of our Advent wreath is lit, signifying that we are now in the second half of Advent and that the joy of Christmas is fast approaching. Gaudete is a Latin word that literally means rejoice. It's a command which comes from the scripture text we heard in our second reading today from Philippians 4, 
where St. Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Now that's a challenging text, is it not? Rejoice always, not just some days, not just on sunny days in mid-July when the temperature is 85 and everything's going well in your life. No, also in days like this, dark days in December, maybe days when things aren't going so well. Rejoice always. Very challenging. But you see, you can't rejoice in the Lord always or even for a little while unless you have great expectations of God. Neither will you be able to rejoice if you have a lot of unrealistic expectations of God, but that's another story. That's a topic for another homily. First of all, a distinction needs to be made here between feeling joy and rejoicing. Those two things are often confused. They are very easily confused. Feeling joy is an emotional response to something that pleases us. Rejoicing is different. Rejoicing is an act of the will. Rejoicing is a decision made on the basis of things that we know to be true. I do not feel joy at every moment of my life. That probably doesn't surprise you. I'm sure you can relate, many of you. I have crosses, just like everybody else has. And sometimes those crosses cause me to feel distress, to feel sadness. And I'm sure I'm not unusual in this. For most people on the planet Earth, this is life. That's the way it is. But you see, regardless of how I'm feeling at, every, at any given moment, I can still make the decision to rejoice. That is always a possibility. Now, I don't have to rejoice, that's true. And to be perfectly honest, sometimes when things are not going so well, I don't rejoice. But I do have the capability to do it, even in dark times, if I choose to. Now, as I said earlier, choosing to rejoice needs to be based on what we know is true. It needs to be based on the realistic and great expectations that we have of God. Expectations which are rooted in our Catholic faith. For example, regardless of how I may be feeling on a given day, I can still rejoice, number one, that God does love me. And that he will always love me. Even if I mess up big time even if I fall into serious sin. I can always rejoice that Jesus Christ will forgive me whenever I sincerely repent, and especially when I bring my sins to him in the sacrament of confession. I can rejoice that Jesus Christ will always hear my prayer and respond to it in some way. I can always rejoice that Jesus is there for me all the time, in the Holy Eucharist. Those are some of the things that I can rejoice about even on my worst days. That's because I have great expectations of God. I expect Him to love me. I expect God to always love me.
He's told me he does. Many times in scripture, he tells me that. I expect God to forgive me when I repent. For heaven's sake, that's why he sent his son to this earth 2,000 years ago to die on that cross for me. I expect God to supply my needs when I ask him to in prayer. Not my wants, I understand that, but my needs. And I expect Jesus to be there for me every time I receive him in the Holy Eucharist based on his promises to me in sacred scripture. And here's the really good news, my brothers and sisters. Sometimes when you're not feeling so great, but you make the decision to rejoice in the Lord anyway, you end up feeling at least a little bit better. When our great expectations of God motivate us to rejoice, sometimes our emotions follow. That's an added bonus. An added bonus for which we should thank God and for which we should always rejoice.